You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Okay, all right. As Tex Western yawns on the video camera, that's that about that about sums up how we feel. Uh, 118 to four, the finals. No, I'm just kidding. 38 to 10, the final score. The Buccaneers trouncing the Packers in what I thought was a surprising outcome. Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway, well, this is our first time doing one of these, uh, with a loss and, and what a stinker we have. So let's just get right into it. We are two Schlitz to the wind here on our rapid recap pod, part of the APC podcast from acmepackingcompany.com and SB nation. Follow us on Twitter at the APC pod for more sardonic BS following this game. I am Zach Rapport, and I am joined today, uh, to diagnose this bloodbath real quick. For you guys, we have a twofer here on the co-host train. So, firstly, my buddy Evan Tex Western there with uh, some kind of cosmic background on your. Th- <laughs> What's going on, Evan? How are you? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm shitty after that game for sure, but um, no, that's a that's a Dream Theater album cover going on back there. But um, prog rock. No, gotcha. <laughs> figure you know it's 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 time for some whiskey after that shit. Yep. Couldn't agree more. I got my beer in hand. I stayed sober for the whole game, and uh, it was a sobering affair. So I just had to, in order to talk about it, I thought I'd get a little bit um, loose. But one of the things that I love about doing this rapid recap show is the way that I sometimes have to scramble to find a co-host mid-game, and that causes me to occasionally have to eat some crow, because a few weeks ago, it was Jason Hershorn who reminded me on air that it had been nearly three years um, since he'd been on the show, and this time... Wow, I mean, it's like criminal negligence on my part. You have never had this guy on. My bad, my very, very bad. Uh, his name is Matt, but you can call him Matub at Call Me Matub on Twitter. Matub, what's up? How are you? I'm good. Uh, so actually, I'm actually the exact opposite of Tex. My tradition after a win is to drink bourbon, and so I'm punishing myself with a key lime Lacroix. Ooh. <laughs> A LaCroix boy for a little, a little self-flagellation. I like it. Yeah. yeah so the, the victory bourbon is not coming out. Oh, man. Um, which actually, speaking of, uh, in I was in Buena Vista all weekend, and there is a place called like Deer House. I had a whiskey flight. I had a uh, American single malt, a, uh, it was like a hickory smoked whiskey, and then a bourbon. And I it, like all of them were phenomenal. I highly recommend if you're in Buena Vista, go to your house, drink some whiskey. It's there great. Hickory smoke. Better than that game. Hey. Yeah. Well, the Packers got hickory smoked and I don't know <laughs> where <laughs> was spit take. All right. An authentic spit take. Thank you. Um, I don't know uh, where to begin, but let's, let's start here guys. Um, on our bucks preview with Gene Thomas on our airwaves here, Gene referred to Rogers as 
Joe cool and that he always looked cool and calm and collected even when uh, shit was hitting the fan. Well, a rare pick six and another pick shortly thereafter. And suddenly, Tex, I don't know about you, but Rodgers looked shook, man. Did you get that impression? Ugh. It, it was it was bad. Um, and I think it started on that pick six. I mean, you could tell he was thrown off his back foot on that throw. Um you know that that throw to to Adams up the sideline, and and all of those bad fundamentals seemed like they kept flooding back. Then after that, for the rest of the game, um, the the fadeaway throws, um, not throwing to to open receivers in rhythm, and kind of trying to scramble and play hero ball a little bit. It it looked like, you know, a lot of 2018 and and some of 2019 all over again for him. And uh, yeah, not good, not great, Bob. <laughs> Oh, not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. I have it there. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> too many schlitz in that I can't find things on on the board. But Tub, what was uh, what was your takeaways from uh, from Rogers here? Sort of watching this sort of quick unraveling here over the course of this game. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was exactly what texted. Like the my first thought when that that pick happened was uh, he underthrew an out route, which he hasn't done all year, and. Like yep. that was something that 2018 Rogers did. Like, and th- and that's just going to be the the echo chamber for the week is we're going to talk about the Ben Baldwin was right and Rogers is no longer elite and it- it's going to be a very easy hottest take of the week for me this week. <laughs> <laughs> a nice little uh, nice little plug there for your segment. Like Self plug. Very <laughs> very <laughs> professional. <laughs> um, let's talk about the defense uh, for a second because why not? Thirty eight points. Do, do we have to? Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Okay. Text. I mean, the defense only really gave up 17, right? That's fair. Uh, I mean, I'd give them 24. I mean, the they had the the two picks. You get your pick six, and then the the yeah that that second one coming right down to the two yard line. So I'll take 14 points off the board for them. But right. yeah, that's still a 24 point game against um, an offense that has looked okay to you know to decent. Yeah, for most of this year. Well, and also the Packers defense generating zero pass rush. In this game, Brady's jersey yeah. looking like he just got off the damn bus. Um, do we think this was an isolated incident? Are we worried at all going forward with how um, the opposing quarterback had all day? <laughs> I I don't know what to make of this game. I, I'm I just I really don't know. You know, it'll probably take a rewatch to kind of look at, at this a little bit more thoroughly and, and see if I can figure out anything. But, you know, there were a couple of points early on in this game where it seemed like there was a little bit of pass rush there. Rashawn Gary had the one rush where he just drove Donovan Smith right back into Brady's lap. And then he got there a, a st- split second late. Um, but but that was a great rush. And then he, you know, got flagged for the face mask. And then he penalty. poked him in the eye just for good measure. He poked him in the eye and, you know, it, it, but but that was that was one of those plays where I'm like, okay, we're finally getting a little bit of, of pass rush generated, a little bit of pressure coming. And then there was just nothing the whole rest of the game. And I don't know, you know, I, I, I can't explain that, especially after these guys have been so good. You know, Z was so great two weeks ago against Atlanta. Um, I don't know if there was something schematically that Tampa was doing differently that, um, you know, didn't didn't give him any one-on-one opportunities or what, but there was just no pressure whatsoever um, on Brady basically the entire game. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, don't know I thought of this while you were talking, but um, the game we talked about this a little bit in our previews, but the the games opened up uh, a week ago. It was, I think, Packers. Minus th- no Packers plus three. So the Packers were dogs, three point dogs, and then the Bucks were one point favorites, 
and this is the result. I don't know. I just like what is that? What do, what do we think that means about Vegas? What Vegas thought was going to happen, and and what actually happened? I don't know. My head's spinning after this game, honestly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, that's exactly my reaction. Yeah, I, maybe that was the old. You know, Vegas knew what they were doing, and then adjusted the lines to compensate for what you know what the fans were thinking with with the betting trends. And you know, maybe we should just you know believe them once in a while. <laughs> so, well, I think Vegas always knows more than than what people lead on. Like, look at so Matt Lafleur's history after a buy is minimal, but it's there. Matt LaForce history after a bye is walking into a team with a good defense and getting shellacked. And so now we're two for two on coming out of a bye and getting just destroyed by a good defense. Ugh, I got a, I don't have my phone on me. I'd read the text, but I got a text um, from an old buddy of mine uh, just before halftime that said uh, something along the lines of, great, we're going to get blown out on national TV again, again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like, no matter well, how good we think this team is, there's a marquee game on national TV, whether it's in the playoffs or, or otherwise, where they just lay a friggin' egg, man. Yeah, they, they, they do it. But I, I will stand up for this team, at least on that narrative, after going into to New Orleans three weeks ago and beating them on Sunday Night Football. Um, I think that 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 to me was was a big I thought that was going to be a big step for this team. You've restored um, my pride five percent. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's that's been that's been a story. I mean, we've we've had that that storyline for years now about this team, you know, dropping the ball on, on the road in prime time. And I really thought that was going to be kind of a turning point um, in that, in that saints game. And I, I clearly should have, um, should have been more realistic with my expectations for this game. (laughs) Well, I guess, you know, we talked a little bit about this, um, I can get your opinion on this, but um, in our preview, you know, uh, Gene Thomas made a, a big point of saying, you know, the first four games of, of this COVID season are really preseason. And, you know, we as Packers fans had had been allowed ourselves to get so excited, so swept up in the optimism and the success of the first four games, lest we forget, at least on our show, in the weeks leading up to the season, we're like, we don't really know how much we can take away from this first four games. So I don't know. Uh, do you buy into well, that at all after? So I'm, I'm on team. No one knows anything until week eight regardless of of the season like if if it's a normal season if it's a COVID season no one knows anything until week eight i like that really hedging your bets halfway through but, i mean <laughs> but like that's my brand man yeah. like that's, <laughs> like so a team can come out red hot a team can start awful like you can go with justice mosqueda and start predicting uh playoffs after a team goes one and oh like okay now you have a 57 percent chance of is making that a it. shot at justice <laughs> uh Justice was was uh, interesting during the game, so I felt like giving him a shout out. Um, <laughs> oh, but yeah, he's got the, he's got the um, the uh, list. It's like a chart of playoff percentages based on wins. Gotcha. And and yeah, when Packers started one and zero, I think it was like fifty seven percent chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, we don't know anything. Anything can happen. But what I do know is the Packers played their two hardest road games already in a time without fans, and so. Maybe we look back at the New Orleans game instead of being a turning point. Like, hey, man, maybe if there were fans, the Packers would have got whooped. 
like Rogers hard count was a massive part of the new Orleans game. And that's something that Jason Hershorn and I talked about immediately following the game in our, in our post game uh, chat was that whether or not we thought that that made a difference and, and he thought very much so it did. You kind of can't really make the case otherwise Tex, What do you say to that? Yeah. You know, I don't know how many fans they had in Tampa, but clearly that was not a factor. Uh, Rogers hard count in this game. Um, whatever, you know, small number of people they had in the stands, you know, was enough to negate that, that factor or else they just didn't use it. Um, you know, one of the other things that was frustrating to me, and maybe this was a little bit of, of missing Tyler Irvin, but a lot of the pre-snap motion that they have run this year didn't seem to be there. Um, they used it a little bit with Aaron Jones yeah. for a while early on, um, but they kind of seemed to get away from that, um, you know, in, it really in the second quarter, kind of after that momentum shift. And I thought that was really kind of frustrating uh, to, to see them get away from something like that that has been such a source of big plays and, um, you know, positive yardage for them this season. Um, so I don't know, maybe they miss Tyler Irvin more than we, we necessarily expected that they would on offense with all the different looks and things that he can bring, you know, as a, as a decoy in that offense. Yeah, I know. I, 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 so oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I noticed <laughs> just two, just two overly polite guys. Oh no, please. You, you go ahead. I noticed <laughs> that as well. Sorry. And I just, I, I wonder, you know, we've been praising Matt LaFleur, but is there, there's no one else who who knows those calls in terms of being the the motion guy. It has to be Aaron Jones slash doing it twenty five percent of the time. You would normally do it. Sure, but you you also got to look at the available. Uh, like like, can people do those things? Like right. like Aaron Jones did a pretty good job of pretending to be Tyler Irvin, but Jamal Williams can't pretend to be Aaron Jones. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> so, oh. so like you, you're you coming back to the, the show. That's the, a great point. <laughs> the, the, the offense the offense is set up for like you can say scheme over everything but like the scheme is kind of built around the the roster yep and yeah like yeah maybe tyler irvin is super important but tyler irvin allows aaron jones to be aaron jones and aaron jones allows jamal williams to be jamal williams and alan lazard and marquez valdez scantling and and esb looked terrible like, yeah, yeah, it didn't look. I, my 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 status as the EQ stan on on Acme Packing Company is uh, is hurting right now because yeah, he had a garbage game, <laughs> and I hope that's just rust because I really thought that they'd be able to slide him into that Alan Lazard role and he'd be able to function pretty you know pretty seamlessly. Um, that that obviously did not happen today. I just hope with another week or two of of practice and kind of getting back into the swing of things that he'll be able to to produce a little bit. I may, I may have a little bit of beer brain. Maybe you guys can. Uh... Uh, rattle my memory a little bit, but when Devonte missed time last season, and then he came back, didn't they get spanked when he came back? Am I making that up? I yes. might be making that. Yeah, up. Guess when? Guess when he came back? I don't remember. After the bye. After the bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seems like a trend. Yeah. No, they were. Or no, I'm sorry. No, that was the. Um, he came back for the the Chargers game, right? Mm. It was the Chargers game right, week so, nine. So De- Devonte so, comes back against a good defense. Yeah. Packers get shellacked. Packers play good defense after the after the bye. So this was just a combination. That's why the the loss was so terrible because it was those two things <sighs> at the same time. Ah, you think Vegas would have remembered that? Come on. <laughs> um, do, uh, Tex, do, do you think that um, does this immediately throw cold water on the Rodgers MVP bid? This game, I mean, a pick six yeah. followed by a, oh, a yes. pick immediately. Uh, a- absolutely, and and. It, it's certainly well in the national media um, having a game where he goes out and has the second worst passer rating of his life that immediately shuts down any possibility, at least 
for for right now of him being in the discussion um with you know with russell wilson playing the way he's been playing um obviously he's on a buy this week but this is just going to give the the wilson supporters just that much more ammo i've always um, thought the national so, media is very nice and gentle with him i don't know where you're coming from <laughs> with this. <laughs> yeah about that uh, but, so you guys i i'm i'm sure your listeners don't know about my brand i i believe in one sports curse and that's the curse of kurt warner <laughs> so kurt, kurt warner robbed of the mvp in his second year as a starter uh marshall falk got it and that was the year that the patriots beat the greatest show on turf in the super bowl since then no so since kurt warner won mvp and won the super bowl no super no super bowl has been won by a team holding the nfl mvp and so Aaron Rodgers just tanked his MVP chances so his team could win the Super Bowl. That's it. Ah, yes. 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 I like it. <laughs> it's the, yeah. Uh, Keep also, those chemtrails like, coming. Why I like is it conspiracies. That, why is it that bad, only bad things happen when the Packers play in Tampa? Like two of Rodgers' three pick sixes have come in Tampa Bay. And his then injuries. there was the, the whole leg injury yep. in 2014 down the stretch. Um, I, I just, uh, I, I moved the, Clifton the Packers game never play in Tampa again. Yes. Yeah. The, the sap hit on Clifton, like. I move that the Packers never play in Tampa or California ever again. <laughs> we can just saw those states off into the ocean and it'll, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be fine. All right. Well, well I've, one's on a fault line and one's a flood risk. So I think we actually got a pretty good chance. <laughs> just wait it out. Just get everyone to stomp real hard in unison and uh, we'll figure it out. Um, all right, guys. Well, I think we should wrap it up. But uh, one thing that I think, um, sums up this game was the, in, uh, in the fourth quarter, it was like 12 ish minutes left, maybe 13, a Brady pass doinks off the receiver's head oh. and flies in the air between three Packers defenders. And it just falls incomplete. It was like, they might as well have just like butted heads like a cartoon. Um, and it's just one of those little <laughs> reminders that the bucks, um, were just going to get every single bounce of the ball going their way in this game. Um, so how's this for a silver lining? Several games worth of stuff going wrong happened in like three quarters. Um, and while there is stuff to learn from this game, it does feel a little bit like an anomaly. I don't know, Tex, what do you think? Well, I, I got two th- thoughts about that play. One is it's that that play felt like a play from the early season montage in Major League when everything <laughs> is going wrong. And you know, they're just kicking the ball around all over the place. <sighs> the other thought is... Um, you know, our, our our buddy Peter Bukowski said that starting in the second quarter, that felt like a game that the CPU in Madden wants you to lose. <laughs> yeah, there's just no way you're getting and that. it just yeah, and 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 it just kinda kinda felt like that was that was how it was shaken out. Yep. Yep. I can't I can't I can't disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. Job, any closing thoughts for, from Q on this? Are you just gonna keep punishing yourself with a little, uh, lime LaCroix? <laughs> Oh, I, I've actually already finished. Said housed it. Housed it. <laughs> just housed the lime LaCroix. Just the pain right down the gullet. Well, I should rephrase. It's key lime. Mm. The the mm. only good LaCroix. That's a good one. <laughs> but no, that's it, it is. It's just everything kind of went wrong. Um, you could point it like there were some really bad calls by the officials, but the team also beat themselves. So you can't really just put, like pin that on the officials. It's just... It was a bad game all around. I, I made a joke that I was like, I'm just going to watch the 2014 Packers Bills game instead. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the only other game that Rodgers has ever had a worse passer rating than he did today. There we go. Oh, man. So. Statistical there were more nuggets, drops in that man. Game, though. 
yeah, Jordy had the the long one in that game that should have gone for a touchdown, and this one was just yeah. There there were very few of those opportunities. I mean, Rogers missing that seam route to Mercedes, like that one felt like you know if 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 there was going to be a, a play where they could maybe have a chance to get back into it, if he hits Mercedes on that, he's not going all the way because Mercedes is probably slower than I am at this point. Yeah. No offense, Mercedes, <laughs> if you're listening, but um, that would have been oh, a I'm huge sure gain is. and probably set him up in scoring, scoring positions. So yeah. Well, yeah and also the M- MVS in the two spot, faking the fade and running the, the deep crosser was a beautiful route by him. I can't believe he finally does like the thing he's supposed to do. And Rogers misses he him. Missed him. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> yep. That about sums it up. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Rogers missed him. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. All right, guys. That's going to do it for us here on the Rapid Recap Show. Some laughter to uh, to cover up the tears here as the uh, Packers fall to the Buccaneers. Fall is putting it lightly. Plummet down to earth. 38 to 10 in Raymond James Stadium out in Tampa, a place that we hope they never have to go to again. Everybody, again, if we could just get you to stomp real hard, maybe we could just sink the state into the ocean. But we are going to be back with you guys on Wednesday morning to dive a little bit deeper into this because we love pain here at the APC pod on Twitter is <laughs> where you can find us at Zach Rapport, at Evan Tex Western and at call me Matub. Matub, thank you for taking some time with your key lime. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to hit this button and uh, we're going to drink what we got to drink. And uh, that's it. Go Pack Go. (laughs) 